up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Here we go. I'll give you a couple more airport hacks. Things that can make your trip a little more enjoyable, less yeah. stressful. Check this one out. I never thought about this. When you go to the security line, yeah. you know, when you get through, how do I describe this? After you drop your, your bags off at baggage and it goes off to the, the baggage carousel, then right. you get to security and then you yeah. have to choose a lane. Yeah. According to my reading, they say, turn left. Why? Turn left. Because you know you have a bunch of security lanes to choose from? Yeah. They say most people are right-handed. So they automatically go to one of the right ah. ones. So when they come through that first little door and yeah. you have your choice of security lanes, everyone goes, oh, I'm going to go to the right. And those are usually the longer lanes. Yeah. They say fewer people choose the left one because we're just kind of like right-dominant people. Yeah, and I always pick the wrong lane. Yeah, right. Even at the right. grocery store. Of stores. course. But when you think about it, yeah. like when I just think about Pearson, there's that first security lane yes. on the left-hand side, like right by the wall between – the baggage carousel and security. Mm-hmm. I never use that one. That's the one you need to use. That's the one. That's, That's what you're going to do next time. This is a great one about putting an extra pair of socks on your carry-on because you got to take your shoes off. Yeah. And you want to. I'm always amazed when I see people barefoot. Oh, oh. I'm like, whoa. I wouldn't like that at all. I'm like, what? <laughs> no way. Like. All the things. Yeah. All, all the things. All the things that people bring from other places and that have been there for Are now years. on your souls. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the right. roller bag. The, the, let's talk about that with, with your carry-on. What do you do? You know what? Um, I remember when those roller bags, you know, the evolution of rolling suitcases. At first, it was the one that you kind of dragged behind you and yeah. sat on an angle on the yeah, two yeah, wheels. Yeah, only two wheels. Yeah. Right. And at some point... They switched the bags to the four-wheel bags that sit upright, and they looked goofy to me. Yeah. But the reality is they are actually They're easier great. to roll because you're not you're not really supporting any of the weight of the bag. You're just pushing it along. Right, and then you can slide something over that on the handle. Yes. So you're not carrying anything on your shoulder. 100%. And that's what people take, by the way, for their holiday, and that's it. And that's it. And then they come onto the plane, and they put everything at the beginning of the plane, so when they leave the plane, yep. they grab their stuff and then go out. And there it is. That's why you line up as soon as you can. Mm-hmm. So you have the opportunity to at least use your little bunkie right. over, over top your, your, your When your they seat. call your aisle number. When they call your aisle number. When they call your aisle number. Well, sometimes. Because that drives me nuts. I know. Seat. <laughs> Everyone just pops up like, yeah. Right. So like I know. That. I know. It's Are you not number one, one or right two? Now. Number three. Zone three. Three. Yeah, I know. Zone. That's you. the word I was looking for. Yeah. So, so yes, try to opt for one of those uh, roller bags, the upright right. ones, um, so you could at least save yourself some some shoulder and back pressure. Yeah, yeah. Don't buy those airport snacks. Sorry, sorry, Hudson and all those other companies, but it's too expensive. And also, uh, a battery pack, according to what we're reading here, if you use a battery pack. Rather than um, bringing separate chargers for all the different gadgets, if you get a battery pack that can power everything, yeah, then you uh, you know you save yourself a little uh, a little heartache. Okay, you know why have to have like five different chargers for the iPad, the phone, oh, the this, the you. that? Yeah, get yeah, a battery yeah. pack that can yeah. charge all of them. They sell a lot of those now. All right. Happy okay, crap. we're helping you get through uh, the whole uh, what is it? The whole journey to get to the journey. Yep. yep. Happy traveling. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Travel season with the family. And, you know, one layer of difficulty when traveling with your your entire family is the kids. That's right. 
younger kids present an issue because you got to keep them busy all the time and right. you got to keep them fed. Yeah, you do have to feed them. And uh, you got to make sure that they're not making noise on the flight. They're not running around the terminal. You know, they're they're safe, too. Right? Yeah. But then when you talk about teens and tweens, it's a different layer because they're like little little adults. They are. They have their own opinions. You can't just tell them to sit down. You can't just tell them to, you know, don't talk. And they have their own opinions. Yeah. I don't want to do this. Exactly. And they're also not used to public places. The way we are. That's funny. Like how they conduct themselves on an airplane. Right, 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 right. right. So we, we, we as parents have to not, we, 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 we do not sleep. We go, no, sh- sit down, watch the movie, do whatever. It's, Mom, this is lame. I know. <laughs> when are we going to get there? I don't want to eat this. This is nasty. Can I get a pizza? <laughs> Waiter's looking at you like, we don't serve pizza here. Or this is all you get on the plane there. Buddy. This is this is so boring. Well, I paid 40 bucks per person for this excursion. We're doing it. Get me off this tour bus. You know, like yeah. it's all of those things. So when you're traveling with your teen and your tween for the holiday season, how do you get through that? I mean, was yeah. your teen tween at the time, was he a, a tough traveler? Was he was yeah. he complaining? Nah, you know when he was complaining when he was like in grade 9 and 10? Yeah. And then we took this mother and son trip probably when he was in his mid-20s. Yeah. And he did all the driving control. Whatever. Nice, we nice. Through Montana, Idaho, Washington State. He drove the whole way. It was fun. We had some good times. We could drink together. Okay. That helped at the end of the long trip day. Nice. But I will tell you that, it, you know, uh, you know, it's hard because you, the kids are also on vacation. Yeah. And we, we never stopped parenting. I remember dumping my parents, which was the wrong thing to do, <laughs> at 14 years of age. Uh-huh. I'm in the backseat of the car. I'm in the middle of Alberta, Nowhereville. And I announced to both of my parents... It's over between the three of us. <laughs> I am never. This is my last vacation. I'm going to take with you, right? Because this is not going to work. Because I couldn't do what I wanted to do, even in the car, and that was like read a magazine. And think about it now with all the screens, you got to let them have a vacation. Yeah, get loosen up a well, little bit. You've already nailed one of the yeah. first ways to yeah. do this on the list: ways to travel and survive with your tween involved. Yeah, involve them in the planning. Yeah, you know, you let him drive, you let yes. him kind of be part of the uh, the navigator, or the navigation system, and they learn something. But don't tell them they're learning something. Yeah, yeah. So that's the first thing: right. involve them in the planning. Yeah. Um, you keep your kid's idea of a good time in mind when you're planning the vacation. Like, really think about what makes them tick. Are yeah. they action people? Do they like culture? Do they like music? Do they want to see other kids? Yeah. Uh, you know, and make sure you keep what they like in, involved. Give them some independence. You know, like it or not, at some point your kids have very little in common with you parents. So at some point you got to let them do what they want to do. Do you remember when you were young, youngin', when you uh, when you, somebody gave you a, a job to do, you felt like <gasps> they have faith in me? Yeah. I love that feeling. That's when you, you show that at, at, on a vacation. Absolutely. That's really a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, ease up on the screen time rules. That's it. Like, I could have read my magazine. Just leave me alone. Yeah, it, it's a magazine at the end of the day. Same That's deal. Right. Same or it's a book. It's a screen. It's yeah. just a screen. Right, right, right. And, you know, we're not in the regular setting, yeah. so... Yeah. They got to take a car ride with a screen attached to their face. Yeah. Let them do it. Yeah. Uh, also, snacks, snacks, snacks. Yes. Keep them eating. Make sure that you give them all the chips, all the fruit and veggies can be snacks, too. And for crying out loud, when we're on the road on a vacation, can you pick a hotel with a pool? That's all I'm asking. <laughs> That's all I'm That's asking. That's a good one. Make sure the accommodations are appropriate for right. the age. Yeah. All right. Cool. Happy good traveling. Luck. Yeah, yeah. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. I got a couple more years. Yes. He's still nice. I got a while to go before he becomes that guy. 
Turn up Marilyn Dennison Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 1045. Don't forget your scarf. It sounds like your your mom or your grandma before you leave your house, right? Like because she doesn't want you to get sick, right? Don't forget your hat. Wear your gloves, right? Mm-hmm. These are all the things that are supposed to keep you from getting sick during the winter time, during the colder months. Mm-hmm. Only problem is they might be actually making you sick. Uh have you forgotten to wash these things? Answers, yes. Uh, how long? In forever. Uh, if you really think about it, hats, mitts, coats even, scarves, probably, I mean, most people don't wash these things. Mm-hmm. And the amount of contact they're having with the environment is astounding. Just think about I mean, you leave your house, you touch a doorknob with your gloves on. Or the elevator button. Or the elevator button. Or on the subway when you're holding the, you know, holding on. Get into the subway and you're yeah. holding the yeah. poles, yeah. you're holding yeah. the strap or whatever it is on the bus. You're mm-hmm. pressing the button. You uh, get into an Uber. You're opening the door. You're sitting on your hands oh. in the cab. Like, oh. and the first line of defense is, you know, if it's not your hand, it's the gloves you have on. That's right. Let's talk about the scarf. Mm-hmm. You take a scarf and you just wrap it around your face. Mm-hmm. And you start breathing into it over and over and over again. You might it, sneeze into it, too. You, you might know. sneeze into it. You might have something to eat and the, the crumbs fall into it. It gets moist. It does. It I know we don't like that word, but I said it. Yeah. It gets moist from the breath you're breathing on yes. it. Yes. And just like Mr. Einstein said in science class, where there is water, there is life. Yeah. So yeah. all that moisture is breeding bacteria and all the things. So, what do you do? Well, if you've got leather gloves, you can't really wash those. So, they say give it a break for a couple of days and it may dissipate. You can maybe spray them a little bit. But, you know, I've made the mistake of, oh, I'll, I'll just go get them dry cleaned. What happened? And I had them for a long time. Well, I think Everly can wear them, my grandfather. <laughs> Even the dry cleaning, they shrunk? That's crazy. Um, so, that was a problem. So, cloth gloves, you know, you can, you can sometimes you can wash them. You can dry clean them. Scarves already... You know, I'm looking at a couple of my scarves that I've worn already. Probably over the holidays, I need to get that dry clean. And this hat that you see right now, that you yeah. know, this tube that I, I just say to Azalea, I've had dry shampoo underneath this, you know, when my hair is dirty or yeah. whatever. It's already been dry cleaned once. And you can just pop it in the, the washer, too, if you want. You you can if you've yeah. got a good washer. If it, they do. Or if it yeah. the, the material yeah. calls for it. For that's sure. right. That's yeah. right. So, I mean, but, you know, one thing I know that people do not dry clean, and, and I know it's expensive, but the last time you've dry cleaned your coat... People go, well, I don't want to dry clean my coat because it never comes back the same. Get a great dry cleaner. It will. But how often do you do that? Yeah. Like, you know? Like, it, 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 it also brings in all the smells and all the of your world and the world outside. Oh, man. Oh, so yeah. So you got to think about that. And Ubers, and like you mentioned, Jamar. Mm-hmm. Or the amount of winter fairs that you go to and yeah. you go to all the open fire pits. Yeah. All of that is just soaked yeah. up into your coat. All of those ashes out. and what we're trying to things. Oh, yeah. that drives me nuts. We're trying to tell you, your coat right now is filthy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, every, and no one's exempt, like all of us, because we, all of us. we wash our own clothing, like, yes. you know, the clothing that contacts our body-body right. body, more often than we ever wash a coat. The outerwear, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, when trying to get ahead of all the different pathogens that can enter your body, <laughs> that's right. please consider your winter gear. Especially the scarves and the gloves. You know, I don't wear scarves. I mean, you probably knew that already. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen me wearing a scarf? No, because you know why no. you don't? Why? Because you'll lose it all the time. Probably. 
That's, it just I, reminds me of like I'd Charles Dickens novels. Yeah. novels you could wear like a big blanket scarf. Nah, I don't want no scarf. It sounds no, like something my like grandma like would make me wear. I bet you got. I bet you got. Styles got a really nice scarf. I, I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want it. Oh, your GQ. Oh gosh, man. The, I know the scarf. Just feel like. You know what it is with Jamar? What? One more responsibility. That's exactly. That's exactly. I don't. I, want, I have a lot of friends that are like that. Go. I am not. Girlfriends are like that. I'm not wearing a scarf. I don't want one more thing to remember. I gotcha. There it is. So wash those things. Clean them, or if you can, just dirty replace people. them. <laughs> yeah, we are we are a dirty bunch, dirty us uh, us humans. No, we can't. Re- we don't understand why we get. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, leave it to the gloves. Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum one zero four five. Talking about this guy that uh, has gone viral on TikTok for just doing real estate listings TikTok style, like you know TikTok videos with these cool transitions, even drone footage. From some of the properties, and they're high-end properties, so they get a lot of eyeballs on them. A lot of eyeballs. Eventually, yeah. somebody looks at it and goes, "You know what? I'm gonna buy that." And I think also with uh, the amount of views a property may get on TikTok, it might even b- drive up the price a little bit because there yeah. becomes, you know, how certain people get popular or a video gets popular on TikTok. Can you yeah. imagine if your property just gets popular on TikTok? Oh, I saw that house on TikTok. That certainly would drive up the price of the demand, right? Yeah, and the other thing is you probably wouldn't be allowed into some of these places. Well, let me ask you a question. I have some friends who are, they're kind of wild, but they will actually make appointments just to go to house showings, open houses, just to look with no intention of buying them. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there. I know a lot of people do that. I I can't believe they do that, but they do do that. I, I feel like it's almost voyeuristic in in nature like everyone wants to see what someone's house looks like on the inside or you could get inspiration about how they design the house you might have the same type of uh setup as that the person's house you're about to see and they renovated and you want to see what they did jamar you want to see what they did inside yeah and so they're going oh that's a good idea and then you take out your little your, little your phone and start snapping oh yeah mm-hmm do you do that? that not, listening? Do you do? Not at all. Do people that are listening right now do you do? Maybe that? they do. I know. Yeah, but you could tell us about the most interesting house in Toronto. Is there a most interesting house in Toronto yet? Is there a house that everyone talks about that everyone wants to go in? I, I'll tell you what house I want to go in. All right. There's a house over on the uh, the west end of the city. You know that that Buddhist temple? Yes. The temple house with like all the all the gold stuff all over it. Yes. I want to go in that house. I, I, it's not even real a real house, but every time I pass it, I'm like, what does it look like in there? It's just very interesting, and it's just by itself. Nothing else looks like it. It's just it. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew what that house looked like on the inside. Are there any houses in your area that you wish you knew what they looked like on oh, the inside? Oh, yeah, for sure. Which because one? Some of, them, some, of them, some of them have not been renovated for a very long time. And uh, and so I'm sure that they're all set up the way they used to be. Yeah. There's a house that's in my neighborhood that looks like Grey Gardens. You know that TV show, Grey Gardens? Grey Garden, never heard it's of a, it. It's, a, it's about, um, a, it's it's one of Jackie Kennedy Onassis' uh, relatives. And they were very rich. And then they became like hoarders. Yes. It's a mother and daughter. It's a very interesting and true story. Yeah. Drew Barrymore was in this with Jessica, what's her name? Anyway, got a little thing. Alba, maybe? No, 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 old. Jessica. Oh, Simpson. my gosh. Not Sorry, Simpson. just my bike. Help me. Help me, listeners. Chastain? Anyway. Just... Nope. Older. Oh, older. Older. Older, like Tootsie older. Jessica Rabbit? Tootsie. <laughs> she was in Tootsie. Come on. <laughs> Jessica. Jessica. Uh, Tootsie. Come on, everybody. 
You can do it. Jessica. Lang. Lang. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's about this mother and daughter. And uh-huh. they, they, there's some, they're, they're challenged mentally. And they live in this beautiful old mansion that falls apart. And documentary people go in and they see how they're living. And it's not great. But they live in a fantasy world. Ah. And you see inside what the house used to be and what it became what what it becomes. Okay. So that's there's a house that reminds me of Grey Gardens in my neighborhood. Tommy Smythe, if you're listening, he's a designer, he feels the same way. I wonder what everybody, it looks like ev- in there. Everybody wants I feel that the, the when you walk into the foyer, the stairs that go up to the second floor, they're creaky and some of them are broken. I leave you with that. Wow. I don't think it's been taken care of. There's another house in my neighborhood. I call it the figurine house. Someone listening to the <laughs> show knows this house. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally every inch of the house is just figurines. They've got these little yeah, toys. In the window? You know that house? Yeah, yeah. They've posted you do? before. I like, what does that house look like oh, on the inside? Okay, all right. It's crazy That's looking cool. on the outside. They cover the home in all of these, yeah, little oh, figurines. Oh, look toys and shells. I'm just like, all right. someone needs to make a TikTok video of what that house looks like on the inside, it will go viral. Okay. I think that's why this uh, this Big real estate trend on TikTok is doing really well. I do too. Hmm. Curiosity, right? 100%. Voyeuristic too. <laughs> Turn up Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Your TikTok seems to be the, the place for everything. Um, one of the latest trends on TikTok you know, not just finding recipes, not just finding ways to burn the skin off your face, not just finding ways to do your laundry, but people are actually checking out real estate on TikTok now. It's really fast and to the point, you know, you get to tour the house like in seconds. Okay. What do you think of that? I think that it is, I mean, TikTok is where everything that is trending happens right, right now. So right. if there are certain trends in the real estate market, even though it sounds a little weird, yeah. it's not surprising that it's made its way to TikTok. I mean, people are figuring out how to fix their cars. Mm-hmm. They're figuring out health tips. They're figuring out how to do financial advice. All these things on TikTok, I guess real estate has a place there, too. It's like a sneak peek at the house. And everyone's kind of curious. You know, instead of we stopped uh, going through houses during the pandemic. And so now this is a new way of doing it. And, you know, real estate people, when they have the the uh, open houses, they, they have to be in the house and they have to show the house and that that's part of what they do. But to get the word out, to see these quick, really quick tours, yeah. you get a good sense of that. Well, think about it. I mean, there's one guy on TikTok. His name is Gavrin yeah. Doctorman, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to check him out, it's at G-A-V-R-E-N-N mm-hmm. on TikTok. And this person is a real estate agent. He's only been on TikTok for like a couple months. Yeah. But apparently the properties that Gavin, Gavin, Gavin has on TikTok are so interesting. They're in this really upper echelon of luxury Yes. that they make for really good videos. Right. And now the videos have gone viral. And now uh, only being on TikTok eight months, uh, this person has gone completely viral. Right. Doesn't have to be there. Uh, Somebody said it's like a pocket-sized tour. Take a listen to this. Music icon Dolly Parton lives in Brentwood, Tennessee in this home built in 1974. Recently appraised for $8.3 million, this 65-acre farmland boasts a pool, a tennis court, multiple barns, over 8,000 square feet of interior living space, nicknamed the Willow Lake Plantation. Dolly has amassed over a $500 million net worth, yet she's one of the most charitable celebrities you'll hear about. I buy it. Oh. 
But there you have it. Yeah, well, let us know when when it's done and when we can have the party. Come on, come on down to Willow Park. But isn't that interesting? Some of these videos, like penthouses in New York, right on Broadway. Yeah, did you take a look at that one? 220,000 uh, views, mm. 10,000 likes. So this person has figured out that getting a, a, a property on TikTok could actually get a lot more eyeballs on it, make it yeah. go trend, and probably even increase the price for the bidding. Not bad. These are these are amazing homes that you want to take a look at, and who knows? You just sit in the comfort of your own home and walk through them. That's just amazing. I think that's the way. Something the to start. think about uh, when you when you go to sell your house. Tell your agent to get on TikTok <laughs> and stop doing those all uh, those walkthroughs. Yeah, that's right. Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Ah, it's the time of year. It's time for those year-end lists. You know, December. Well, this list is a little different, though. This is from a, a website, a parenting website called Nameberry. Maybe you're familiar with it uh, if you are uh, a parent or looking to be a parent. They uh, come up with unique parenting names, baby names, rather. And these are a couple names that they believe will be big in 2023, like names that are on the rise, if yeah. you will. All right. Uh, let's take a look at some of the names that are on the rise. Maybe like Olivia and Emma and Liam and Noah are like going off the charts now. Those are the old school names. Yeah. Which is funny because yeah. when you, I, I remember Liam was the it name at one point. And I know three Liam kids in my life personally, which yes. is funny to me. They were pretty uh, pretty on point with their, their predictions. Is this there. when you went to school? These are the Liams you went to school? Nah, these okay. are not Liams I went to school. These yeah. are like friends' kids. Yeah. Like my friends, like I have a good friend. His son is Liam, who's now like 10. Yeah. I've got another friend, both of them in the Caribbean, actually. One in Cayman, one in Jamaica. Her little son is Liam. It's funny. Yeah. And they're all like younger kids. They're friends of mine who eventually became, you know, parents. When you go to school, when you think back in high school, for example. Yeah. You think about there was a lot of repeats of names. Absolutely. Jessica was the big name when I was growing up. Everyone was a Jessica. Everyone was a Jennifer. Sarah. Sarah. Sarah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, these are the rising star names for 2023. Take a listen. Um, I'll give you a couple of them because um, there's like a 23 of them. Yeah. Um, Rose is on the rise. Rami. Noah Marigold. Hello, uh, Flower Azalea. <laughs> Luxury. How about that name? Number 18 is Luxury. Luis Jolene Halston. Celeste. Breland. Billy with an I-E. True. T-R-U. Uh, Sunday. Would, uh, can you imagine calling a child? Hey, Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> like the day of the week. Yuna. Y-U-N-A. Wild with an E. Sawyer. Omri. Linus. As in like from Peanuts? Oh, Linus. Yeah, Linus is My number six. character. Yeah. That's like a very popular one. That's the yeah. sixth most popular name for 2023. Wow. We're not the top five. Cosmo. How about that? Cosmo. Anybody uh happy. anyone would name their child Cosmo? Cosmo Cr- Kramer? Kramer, that's the only one I know. <laughs> Cosmo <laughs> Kramer? That's the only one I know. Okay. Number four is Everest. Everest. It reminds me of your granddaughter. Everly. Everly. Yeah. yeah. Everest is number four. Number three is Elio. Number two, shout out to uh Megan and Harry. Megan and Harry with Archie. Yeah. And the number one rising star name for 2023 is Alden. A L D E N. Alden. Mm-hmm. Break okay, it down. I don't hate that. I kind of like that. What I do like you think that. about that? You like that name? Alden. 
Yeah, okay. it's like, you know, some of these uh, it, uh, names, you can see where they come from, like Billy, Billy Eilish, right? Billy Eilish. And Billy I, Holiday. And Billy Holiday. And I know there's a couple of people in Hollywood that call their kids Billy mm-hmm. that are female. And then people are like, what? But it's 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 a great name. And then Jolene is from, you know, Dolly Parton. <laughs> like, that's coming up again. So really interesting names. Halston. Or Halston. Yes. Or, or Jolene, how you Or Kess, <laughs> exactly. Marilyn, the what? Popular... Remember that shirt I gave you? It says Jolene. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, popular popular uh, soca song. Big song this year, yes. by the way. Jolene. Yeah. Okay, so there it is. There's your 23. That's probably why. Your, your 23, um, tw- 2023 predictions for names. Uh, let us know if you have a child on the way or maybe you're planning on we'll name having a child you. on the way. Just about 50, don't, 50 bucks and we'll name them for you. Yeah. That's or if okay. you're going to use one of these names, <laughs> let us know which one you like the best. Text 104 Turn up Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. If you are tired right now, don't do anything. Listen to what we're about to tell you. Um, Well, you're not tired, Marilyn. You, you, what time did you go to bed last night? Probably 9, which is late for me, but usually I'm in bed by 7.30 and sleep by 8. Amazing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I'll say that in my house to throw shade. Like, when I'm asked to do something, some chore or some thing that I don't want to do, I'll be like, it's 7.45. You know Marilyn's asleep now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not Marilyn. (laughs) I know, but I wish I was. Because I don't want to take out the garbage. Because she's sleeping. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, you're getting good nourishing sleep, and the good thing about it, I mean, you need get pr- pr- you get pretty much eight hours every night. I do. If if I can go a little bit longer, I will. But eight hours, I try to average because I just function better during the day, and I do not take a nap in the afternoon. If your sleep was like a food, mm-hmm. you'd be eating nourishing food. You'd be eating like salads, veggies, lots of fiber. If your sleep was food, yeah. Now for the rest of us, we'd be eating junk food. This is why we want to introduce you to the new term that has gone viral on social media called junk sleep. Okay. Junk sleep. This is a big term being used on TikTok right now. Over 36 million views of the term the term junk sleep. And it is defined by this. If your sleep hasn't been solid, if you're not sleeping long enough, it's if you're getting like interruptions in the night. Which is hard when you have a kid. Yeah, yeah kids, yeah. kids are waking up. If yeah. you're going to sleep menopause. with your f- menopause, yeah, for those if you got a phone that's in your hand and you're waking up to turn off the phone or turn off the Netflix yeah. or any of the things that interrupt your sleep throughout the night, but you still go to sleep and wake up and don't feel rested, it's just like eating a bag of chips for, for dinner and thinking that you're going to get nourishment. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. It's like eating junk food. This is called junk sleep. Okay, so that's just being, it sounds like a lot of tossing and turning and waking up when you're not supposed to wake up and you don't have a great sleep. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, it's the quality of sleep, right? Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. it's really about the quality and the quantity. If you're getting maybe two to three hours, yeah. you go to sleep, and then you wake up in four hours. Yeah, that eh, wasn't real sleep. It was junk sleep. Right. It was so, like eating uh you know little, you know, like little cakes for. That's for, right. For that's dinner. right. So one of the things you can do is you have to have the same routine, all the time about when you go to bed and when you wake up. I know that's tough to do sometimes when you have functions at night, especially during the holiday season. But that really helps a lot. And I know we depend on our phones, Jamar. Mm-hmm. You've got to go buy yourself an alarm clock. Yeah. Put your phones away. Yeah, it's a good call. Can you do that? Uh, I could. I should. Yeah. yeah, because the phone is just an invitation to scroll, blue light, all that all that other stuff that you don't need. Do you know what has saved me, honestly? Mm. It's an eye mask. Oh, okay. It really shuts out every light, anything that happens. 
on uh, on any like if, if if Jim comes in and turns on the bathroom light and I see just a little bit of it in the bathroom, yeah, yeah, that will wake me up. So the it's just perfect. The mask just completely blacks out the light. Yeah, that's it looks a good one. very zhuzhy too. But it does. Yes. All right, I get a Batman one. Is there a Batman eye mask? There are many different types Yay. of masks. <laughs> okay. What else do they say? Um, you know, just some signs that you're getting junk sleep. Yeah. Um, if you if you sleep and when you wake up you go, oh my goodness, I'm not gonna be able to function today. That's a that's sign that you probably got junk sleep. Yeah. Uh, if you're not doing, uh, if you're feeling weird emotionally for more than one day, days at a time, you're probably getting junk sleep. And if you're one of those people that just always talk about how you don't need sleep, I don't need sleep. Oh, I'm running on three hours today. When you're bragging about it? When you're bragging about it. Yeah. You're already getting junk sleep. Yeah. So how did you guys sleep last night? Cheetos. <laughs> a bag or just half a bag? <laughs> Full or bag just... of Cheetos. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. With some all Cheeto? Right. <laughs> With some Cheeto dust. Cheeto yeah, dust? yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, get get to it. Get some sleep. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Remind me, are you, are you snacky? You snack? I, I, if I go for a snack, it's always Miss Vicky's plain chips. I, just, I want that salt. I want that... You know that crispiness, and that's yeah. I don't go for sweet. Are they are those available everywhere? Are they everywhere. easy to get? Easy to get. Good. Are you ever afraid that they may uh, they may vanish into thin air? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I do have that thought. That would so, be the. Uh, that can't happen, can it? Yes, it can. Anything can happen. Because sure. uh, Azalea, you were telling us yesterday about these snacks that are going away. What is it? Bugles. Bugles, little Debbie snacks. Wow. As well as. One other thing that is escaping me. Bagel oh, bites. The bagel bites, yeah. Bagel I mean, bites. look at them. They're already gone. Right. Wild. Already forgot them. Out of sight, out of mind. Wild. I guess, I mean, listen, I'm I, I'm hoping that you listening to the show are, are, are surprised that these snacks are going away. Maybe you're not because they're going away because maybe you didn't buy them. I don't know. And Little Debbie had a whole collection of snacks. So it was the brownies. It was the, 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 the oatmeal cookies with the icing yeah. in the middle. Those, Those were good. so delicious. They're not making them anymore. That's Did it. Little Debbie have like a chocolate frosted thing with like a swirl? No, no, that was Hostess. That's Hostess. Okay, sorry. They, uh, little Debbie <laughs> had those brownie brownie bites with the. Those are good. You can get nuts on top, or you could get just the colorful sprinkles on top. Little Debbie had had it going on. Yeah, well, <laughs> Little Debbie's rolling out now. <laughs> Something happened. Is there a snack that, if disappeared from the shelves, would completely ruin you? For me, gotta be Doritos. Doritos nacho cheese, like the original red bag Doritos, mm-hmm. those better not go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to be, I'm going to be hangry for a long time. I, I snack on those a lot. That's my, that's my go-to. I like those. I like those lime Tostitos. Oh, I like those. I like lime those. Tostitos. Yeah, that, 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 that's new. And I, I feel think... like the lime chips just are too salty for me. Are they? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I've, I've tried one. Maybe yeah. it was the Tostitos I tried. Yeah, but the lime. For some reason, brings out the Kids salt. Have for me. Lime. Oh, okay. they're so good. They're, My they mouth is so watering. Good. And then, and then you have some great salsa, and it's all, it all balances out. Yeah, I just realized, guys, that honey buns are also little Debbie. What are honey buns? Again? Honey buns. Yeah. Oh, those were epic. Honey buns are so delicious. I mean, Gone. when I used to like desserts, I'll show you a picture. Um, Dad. Someone says that if Cheetos went away, it would ruin their day. Yeah. Cheetos, Cheetos are really popular. They are. I doubt they'll go away. They really, they really came back during the uh, during the lockdown, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Greater appreciation of that. You know, what I thought about the other day when I was down in the states well, in October. I go into a grocery store, which is always fun to do in the states because there's some stuff there that we don't have. 
but it's those little craft sandwiches with the cheese crackers and a peanut butter in the middle. Oh yes, those, yes. I don't know what the things are. What called. are they called? The, you, but I think of you. I think should I buy him a pack or not? I think always yes. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. And I thought to myself, okay, I won't, but okay, I'll do it for sure next time. But I thought, that would be sad if I knew that those weren't available. I know. I don't really want one, but there's something about the peanut butter, the salt, the cheese crackers. It sounds weird, but it was so good. That's a good one. It is a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Someone just uh, texted in one of the biggest snack foods, Oreo cookies. Those can't go anywhere. I I can live without that. Uh, Really? Yeah. I love Oreos pretty much in on every way, like as a cookie, crumbled up on ice cream, okay. however you're going to do it. Like, those are really, really good. Yeah. yeah. Not my thing. Uh, someone out there is fr- snacking on Fruit Loops, which ah. is very interesting because that's a cereal. It's not necessarily a snack food, but they would really be a heartbroken if Fruit Loops went away. There was rumors a long time ago that the Girl Guides mint chocolate cookies, you know, they're We're, covered in chocolate. Yeah. They're minty cookie, like an Oreo kind of cookie, but it's covered in chocolate. They were going to discontinue those, and there was an uproar, and it didn't happen. Mm. And I'm glad, because you get them from uh, Girl Guides, and you stick them in the freezer. They're so good cold. Like peppermint patties. Like peppermint patties. Delicious. Very, very tasty. starving cold. now. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Now that we got all things salty on our palate because of the last conversation, mm-hmm. let me do ask you, um, if I said... Uh, yeah, well, stop being so salty. Would you know what that meant? Yeah, negative. Like, uh, yeah, that's exactly what yeah, it is. Yeah, salty. Yeah, that is uh, according to what I'm looking at a survey from USA Today. That is the most popular slang word of 2022. That is actually funny to me. I because I haven't heard many people say salty that that much this year. Salty, but I do know that that slang word. Yeah, so yeah. Just to recap, when you say someone is salty. It means that they're being sort of negative, maybe even a, a bad talking something. Man, don't be so salty. Don't be so salty. Yeah. Okay. The other most popular slang word of 2022 is ghosted. Ghosted. Can you imagine? Yeah. We know what that means, right? I just did that to you. You ghosted me. Wait, wait. Did, did you ghost me? For a me? second. Just for a second. When you said ghosted, I looked at you like this. No, not quite. Ghosted is when you disappear on somebody. Well, I'm going to try to disappear. <laughs> okay, well, then, then you're right. I can't disappear because I'm going to do the show with you, but I didn't answer you, so I thought, well, that was close. Then you, were, you were definitely <laughs> conversationally yeah. ghosting yeah. me. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, ghosted is, uh, like, the first time I heard this term was a couple of years ago, but not in a way that it was very popular, is with dating, online dating. Yeah. You know, you yep. didn't hear from that person, uh, you thought you had a great time, and then they never responded to... Your text message, and that's how I feel about it. Or if somebody doesn't respond to your emails after a couple, uh, like, repeated attempts, you could say, man, they're ghosting me. That's when someone gets missing. I think a lot of people ghost a lot of people over the lockdown because they're thinking, well, now it's time to clean house. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to respond to them anymore. Mm -hmm. That could be friendships, any any kind of friendship, right? Yep, yep. Yep. Uh, Another very popular slang word used in 2022 was bae, B-A-E, bae. Uh, which was uh, voted as the most annoying. Bay, because and that, people misused it or they used it too much? I think people are using it too. I think bay is kind of just done. They've been like, you know, they've run, they've wrung out all the juice out of that word. Bay, before all else, that is a, it's pretty much an acronym that's been co-opted into a word. Okay. So bay was saying like, uh, oh, she's bay or he's bay, meaning that's someone who I put on a high pedestal. I, I put them ahead before anyone else. Anyone else. else. Okay. B-A-E, yeah, yeah. Bay. 
All right. Yeah. It's a little overused then. A little bit overused, yeah. 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 So um, the the poll also tells us that these days we're finding social media as our as our slang word, uh, the vault. Yeah. That's where we're discovering slang right. more than anywhere, social media. Have you ever looked at someone's uh, Twitter account or any social media account and going, I'm, I'm probably not you guys, but I do. And I go, I don't know what that means. And I have to look it up. Because <laughs> yeah. it's sentence in Twitter, it's such short form. I'm like... What does that mean? You have to look up. I gotta look it up. I don't know what that means. If you ever want to find out what a word means that you have a feeling might be slang y, yeah. Yeah. um, you wanna to go to Urban Dictionary. Yes. They're great. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll do. All right. They're savage with it. Another slang word. Savage. Savage. Yeah, that's savage. Like means like that's really like well, how would you describe describe savage? I I I know how to use it, but I can't define it. How would you define savage? If you say that something's very uh out of, yeah, it's like, I want to say out of timing, but that's a Trini slang to say uh, out of timing. So now I'm already lost. So you're using another slang word to yeah. define a slang word. Okay, uh, savage would be defined as something that's kind of cutthroat and kind of surprising. But yes, really shocking. Shocking. Like, okay, that's what ma- you just did. But it also makes you smile just a little bit. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, ooh, that's savage. Right? That's. Oh, okay. Not uh-huh. a full smile, just like a little smile. Okay. Exactly. Okay. All right. Uh, last year's one. Another most annoying slang word of the year for this past year, Rona. Oh, yeah. Rona. Nobody wants to hear the word Rona anymore. All right. Well, not the uh, not the hardware store. The abbreviation for coronavirus. Oh, that. Got that Rona. I also want to add in Banna for Carabana. Yeah. Yo, it's Banna time now. No, no it's Banna. not. No, it's Just not say Banna. Toronto Carnival, please. Yeah. I beg. And your, eye, your eyelashes will not be on fleek. That one's oh, done yeah, for all right. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shem 104.5. I do want to talk to you all about uh, posts that can ruin your career, essentially. And we see these happen all the time when people make a post. Then they got to take it down. Then they have to make yeah. an apology. And, you know, maybe you have to go up to your boss and maybe get some marketing deals taken away from you. Or you get canceled. Bada, 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 bada. All right. Let's put all those together so we just know what the deal is. These are the posts that can ruin your career as it pertains to social media. Ready? Yeah. Um, talking about drunken escapades or risque content. You know, that stuff doesn't really bode well with companies. Uh, if you work for someone that has a reputation to keep, they don't want that associated with the company. Right. Okay? Right. Um, and also just risque content. Like, you know, Marilyn, those pictures with... Uh, I'm sorry. With, your, with, the I'm cake, sorry. with the cakes out. No more of those. I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I got lost in the bathroom. I, don't, it was, uh, I thought this the, looks The company's good. not going to look kindly on that. Even if you put the little emojis over the, the bits, the little yeah. bit, naughty bits, well, don't know, do that anymore. My inspiration is Brittany. Gotcha. What can I tell you? She's not a good friend. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next post that could get you in trouble, maybe even ruin your career, is bad-mouthing your company or your oh. boss. I don't know why people oh. do this and think that they can get away with it. I mean... It is freedom of speech, but part of freedom of speech is also the freedom to fire you. <laughs> like, okay, I saw what you wrote. Yeah. Now you're out of here. When people are asked to leave their job or, you know, whatever happens, yeah. and they do that, you immediately stop the good vibes to get another job. Yeah, yeah. If you're so angry 
okay, it didn't work out here at this company or whatever company you work at. You've got to be really careful with that. Yeah, because no company wants to be at the receiving end of your vitriol. That's I think that's right. what it's about. I mean, you might be right in your assessment that's of... Not, that's fine, but do you think I'm going to hire you? Because look what you did. Yeah, because all I have yeah, to do is yeah. make one wrong move with you, and then I become a social post. Yeah, I mean, no. no. No, thank you. Right. Okay, no. so that's two. Um, opinions and hot takes about celebs. Um, this one is tricky because it's really... An, uh, it's a trendy thing to do these days yeah. to post about a celeb that's yeah. gotten into trouble or you know to make fun of them. But you are walking a line to probably saying something that really looks bad in a social sense. Um, you might say something that is offensive to a large group of people. You know, if you're talking about someone's appearance, which is something a lot of people do all the time. Yeah. Imagine if you say the wrong thing and all of a sudden a large group is like, hey, that's us you're talking about. Right. Nobody wants to be a part of that. No, they don't. They yeah. don't. You know, even even if you got to be careful too, if you comment on somebody's comment. Yeah. Yeah, that too, because everyone can see so, it. So, so <laughs> yours truly, because yeah. I'm an innocent. Okay, <laughs> just a nana who's living at home and trying to make the best of my potatoes. Got you. And I agreed with something that one of my favorite people said, Bette Midler, and mm-hmm. she is very political. Uh huh. But it was a minor thing. Uh huh. And I got like three or four tweets going, Marilyn Dennis, don't do that. You're apolitical. Don't do that. I'm like, but I agree with her. And I thought, okay, I won't do that again. What did Beth the Middle say? Did she like, I, I can't. I'm not going to do that. I already deleted. I deleted. Deleted. But you know what I mean? And I thought, oh, my gosh, they even watched that. Okay, fine. All right. So you got to be careful. It's. I mean, listen, all this stuff is – even the things uh, that you like, a lot of my friends, I'll send them screenshots, and they, uh, they'll like these, like, girls with, like, no clothes on or whatever, yeah, yeah. and they'll like the post. And when the post comes past on my screen, it'll be like, Mike likes it. And I'll be like, Mike, everyone can see that you like this. I'll take screenshots and send them. Like, yeah, she is hot. Only I didn't like it. You did. Yeah. Yeah. So People, people don't realize they that. They don't realize Yeah, that's why I don't like don't anything. That. That's why I don't like nothing. It's so just you, my practice. So we, okay, Anna, I know Simone's going to wrap us in two seconds. Sure. Question for you. Sure. So do you, you post, but you don't go on other people's posts to like? No, I don't need, I mean. I, I'll tell you to your face, deal. hey, I like that I post do. you made yesterday. I like that post you made yesterday. Yeah. But it's just by practice. If I don't like anything, I'll never trip up and like something that I don't want to be so you're caught liking. Tripping up. Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah. You didn't like our picture that we have on the I, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. If there's a love button, I'll hit it, but there is none. So but, I. But there was a love button. It's when I on a, on a bus shelter. <laughs> it's not a like. I'm not going to click. I would click. I click love in the room, but I don't, I don't click like on the phone. Uh, I'm trying to get to know him a little bit better. He's <laughs> just trying to be safe, everybody. I get it. That's what it is. All right. That's what it is. All right. Be careful out there because uh, it's, uh, it's dicey in there. Talking about in your phone. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Want to lose a little more weight quicker? There is an item or a vegetable, rather, that you should consume a lot more of, which once upon a time you probably put aside because of this whole low-carb thing that happened. Remember the whole low-carb oh, thing? Oh, yeah. I'm avoiding carbs. Low, I'm avoiding carbs. Low, no carbs. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that part of that Atkins diet? Remember yes. that? Yeah. That, that was what it was? protein and no carbs. Yep. Right. And they were saying, oh, I'm going to load up on meat and get away from the carbs. So I th- I'm sure potatoes got a bad rap because of that. But the now. potato. Come right? on. I love the potato. Of course you do. This is yeah. your segment right here. The potato, according to a new study, could help you lose weight. And here is the reason. Uh-huh. The potato is a very dense vegetable. Very dense. Now, you know, you probably look at it as very carb-heavy. But 
the science said is it's very nutrient heavy. And not only is it nutrient heavy, it's also heavy. And the fact that it's so heavy and can take up so much room in your stomach when eaten, it probably will fill you quicker than other foods that are not as nutrient rich. It's called a filler food. A filler. It's a filler. Like a seed filler? This is a filler in your stomach. So if your stomach was yeah. the Oscars, you yeah. should fill it with potatoes. Yeah, and you know, you know what? It's yeah, they're Oscar winning to me. Right. Uh, and you know, sweet potatoes are even more nutrient, but but potatoes. It's like coffee. Azalea, you're hearing me, hearing me on this one. Coffee's fine on its own, but when you start adding all the stuff, that's ah, when yeah, it becomes yeah, yeah. not. That's when so it becomes good. problematic. That's when you're going okay, butter and sour cream. I get you, chives. I get it. I get mm. it. But when you start adding this stuff, you leave just the potato the way it is. Yeah. When I was in PEI this summer with the show, yeah, with a, with a TV show, I ordered some soup, some clam chowder soup, because that's what they do there. Mm-hmm. And then they also have on the menu a bowl of potatoes. Jamar, they were they were pressure cooked, pressure cooked, no butter, cut in half. The most delicious things I've ever had. Yeah, and uh, once again, you're getting something that's full of nutrients, yeah. the potato. Yeah. And you're also filling your stomach quicker than you would something else that actually is less nutritious. There so you, go. you get fuller faster. Yeah. And then you can probably take down a couple inches on the waistline after I you do this over time. It. I'm going to work on that. i got to stay away from the chips, though. Nothing like a steak and potato. Well, that's right? the other thing, right? You have to. It depends on how the potato's cooked. That's right. So don't go like shoveling fries into your mouth. No, that's no. not the. We're that's talking, not how it works. That's right. Talking right. a baked potato. Yeah. Cut in half. Enjoy. So uh, yeah. to recap, everybody, yeah. <laughs> this is now according to science. By eating foods with heavier weight that are low in calories, yeah. you can easily reduce the number of calories you consume. Therefore, hopefully helping you lose weight. A potato. Who one knew? One point for the potato. Yeah, one point for the potato. I love it. All right. I, I'm, I'm sure this one speaks to your heart, this entire conversation. No, I want one. Do not forget it. <laughs> Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. So what is the, the largest purchase you've ever seen? Have you ever witnessed someone making a, a purchase that was so big, in dollar amount that you were like, whoa. Yeah. Or maybe even it was just a lot of products. Well, I'll do a lot of products for... A lot of products? Okay, uh, text just your answer to 104536. What was the purchase you saw? I have never seen so many pool noodles leave. <laughs> <laughs> that is so leave random. It's <laughs> so random, but I'm like... Like, you know, the, the guy's walking out, and then his wife walks out, his kids walk like boxes. Pool noodles. Pool noodles. Uh, where I, was this? This was like, I think, in cottage country. And it was, uh, uh, it was, and they had a big kind of van, and they were stuffing those pool noodles. And honestly, honestly, guys, the back of that was all f- filled with pool noodles. I got, they must have more than one use other than pool for these pool noodles because yeah. I don't know what is happening here. But they were gone and in the van and down the highway. That's a very fun looking vehicle. I wish, I, <laughs> I wish, I, I wish I would have. My camera going. Were you at like a pool supply store? Yeah, no, it was like a Walmart or something. It was wild. I thought that's volume. As far as expensive is concerned, yeah. You know, I've never seen the exchange of something, but I see people walking down Bloor Street, coming out of Louis Vuitton with not one but many bags. Oh gosh! Wow. What's the name of who's that idiot? That that, I I don't know, and and uh, and it's uh, an old guy. The the last thing I want to be seen doing is walking out of Louis Vuitton with bags and bags and bags and bags and bags. Old guy, young woman. Yeah. All I have to say. Not street smart though. No. No. The reason being is because of what happened in New York City recently. Yeah. Uh, A man. Walked into the uh, the Apple flagship store on 58th Street. This is actually a really nice store. I was there 
what was it two Last weeks week? ago? Yeah, it was yeah at this actual store. Yeah, it's a really nice part of town too. It's kind of like the the Bloor Street of Manhattan. Yeah, walks into the Apple Store and buys three hundred three zero zero iPhone thirteen S's. Why? How come? This is the most New York store ever, story ever. This guy was definitely a reseller. He's buying it to go maybe sell it at some store that he owns or oh. maybe at some website he owns. So, okay. And they say at this Apple store that they know him because he comes in constantly to make this, these purchases. Make purchases. And then, you know, go on to whatever business he runs and make yeah. his sales. How, much, how, many, how many phones again? Uh, 300 of them. Okay. That's a, a lot of Apple bags. Wow. And those bags, you know, you, you can't miss it. It's the big white bag with the Apple logo on yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, he walks out of the store and two men jump out of a vehicle, bang him in the nose, and take one of the bags of phones. He lost over what over what, 125 phones. Wow. Ninety five thousand dollars of wow. iPhones gone just like that. But if I was that guy, I I would have definitely had some definite. Just a different arrangement if I go to the Apple Store to make these big purchases all the way. I'm not walking out of the Apple Store in the middle of New York with all these gadgets like that. That's asking for trouble. Is he going to ride the train after? I don't know. I have like, what no is he idea. doing? Like, he should have put, like, a, like a I don't know, another bag. Like a, He should have an armored car taking him with, like, guards if he's going to do that. Like, someone's going to get... Exactly there should be a happened. car waiting. A there car waiting. A, there should be a car with security waiting for this guy the minute he gets out the store. Or he should be snuck out the back of the store or down in the Apple Tunnel. If there is one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. You just passed that around. There's an Apple tunnel uh, that they purchased I'm, this? I'm just speculating. Or just take, like, grocery bags, like a lot of people do those reusable grocery yes, bags. Yes, and make just it Just put it in there. Yeah, make it seem like you're not doing that. But who but, walks to the Apple store with, like, big brown bags? Nobody. No, so. but like like a shop, like a shopper's drug market, you know those bags you get when you make a big purchase? The green bags? Yeah, you just say anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, in any oh, case. Oh, that's a lot of money. Yeah, not the smartest thing. No. Uh, his business definitely took a hit for the holiday. Um, but pool noodles, iPhones, what is the biggest purchase you've ever seen? The largest amount, quantity, dollar amount. Tell us at 104.536. And don't be that guy. Ah, talk about Big Apple, right? Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. 300 iPhone guy got teeth for sure, yo. Uh, that, that was a good point you made off the air that it was an inside job. It has to be. Because they said that he, uh, he was making these regular large purchases from his iPhone store yeah. in Midtown Manhattan. Yeah. And uh, 300 iPhones goes walking out of the door Boom. in bags. Yeah. He's definitely a target. Yeah, for sure. Someone in the store probably tipped off their buds. Here comes Larry. <laughs> the big purchase. Get him. Yeah. Uh, uh, someone just texted us that the biggest purchase they ever witnessed a couple weeks a couple weeks back at the Toronto Sports Card Expo. Oh, yeah. A guy dropped 200 grand what? on a baseball card. <gasps> wow. Hey, uh, texter, if you could tell us what baseball card yeah. that was, that would be really interesting to know. Um, he said that this guy was walking around with a briefcase strapped to his belt with a chain. Um, assuming, yeah, yeah, maybe the briefcase is full of cash, or maybe the briefcase was the the holder for the card. For the card, yeah, you, you know, because maybe he knew he was coming to make that purchase. You never is, know. You know, you you know that from comic books. Oh yeah, that's a yeah, that's a big that's so a big you purchase. you have to be very careful when you make a purchase. Uh, it's in a safe place, and you do you, after you make a big purchase like that, do you leave? I I just feel like that whole safe? thing. I feel like that whole thing should be done privately. That's, I mean, if yeah. one person. Uh-huh. On the outside, knows about that happening. You're yeah. just a target. Yeah. Um, but this guy says 
the card buyer went to a special room to make the deal. Went to a booth where they couldn't see anything go down. All right. And then he got whisked down to the tunnel. That's and then he connected to the Apple Tunnel. And all of a sudden he was in New York. <laughs> yeah, no. that, that sounds cool. Okay. Oh, boy. There's a movie right there. Yeah. There is a whole movie plot there, there that's go. waiting to happen. <laughs> Can't wait to see it's it. Under, it's, it's, a, it's almost like, what, what do we call that underground uh, walkway in our city? Oh, the, uh, the, the path. path. Yeah. It's like the path. Yeah. That's what we'll call it. The path. I know. This is an Ocean's Eleven movie. That's what it exactly yeah, is. Yeah. It's an Ocean's movie. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Uh, anyone in the dating world, you might know the term cushioning. Yeah. Cushioning is kind of when you, you know. You entertain. Sure. Other options. Yep. yep. To soften the potential blow. Of a possible breakup. So if something happens with you and your main person, yeah, right. you've got a soft landing because you've got these other suitors that are kind of waiting the wings. So you're not spending another week or three months alone. Right. Okay, well, this didn't work out. Hey, whatever their name is, you're up next. <laughs> that is cushioning and dating. Yeah. People are starting to actually do the same thing in their career. It's called career cushioning. So... uh even though you're, you know, at a job that may be somewhat secure, but you're not completely happy with it, people are looking for their plan B mm-hmm. and trying to figure out, okay, well, what other job can I do in case I'm ready to, you know, finally pull the cord on this one and get out of it? They did a survey where whatever group of people, it's quite a large group of people, and two-thirds of the workers said they're doing that right now. Uh-huh. They're looking for other opportunities. Yeah. Better than not having a job. Like quitting a job and not having anything—that's mm-hmm. that's bad. But uh, yeah, it, it it kind of it's so funny. It goes from the dating world to the working world. To the working what world. do you think of this? Well, I mean, dating yeah. is is a relationship, and your job is really a relationship too. I mean, you have a relationship with your boss, yeah. with the company, with the people you work with. So it it's pretty much the same, and it's sort of yeah in a weird way, like kind of a marriage, like when you when you work someplace, like you yeah. know, and you're, you're linked to this thing. Mm-hmm. That defines you, it, you know, it's part of your survival. It's very, very similar. If you're a boss, they said, assume this is happening, like right now. Wow. Bosses, mm-hmm. beware. The employees are looking for other jobs. Mm-hmm. My question to you listening right now is, how many other jobs are you considering right now outside of the job that you already have? Mm-hmm. How many other cushions are around you? You can text the number to 104536. Is it two other jobs? Yeah. Maybe you have three other that you're looking at. Yeah. You have your eye on this other job, and you're just waiting for the right opportunity to go take it. How, what is that number? Text 104536. And you know when anybody leaves your crew, right? Uh, you know, you're working together. It's going along really well. It's it's quite disruptive. And that's yeah. what your boss or your, your management doesn't want to have. So interesting. All right. Very interesting. Career cushioning. That's what it's called. And they're doing it right, especially this time of year with right so much uh, mm-hmm. change is happening. Yeah. Let us know. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. If you're looking to burn a couple more calories this season, of course, with it being the holidays, when we pack on the the calories because of all the foods and all the sweets and all the drinks. I'll just have this one shortbread cookie and that's it. There's never just one in Marilyn. Never. Ever. Uh They come in a big tube. (laughs) You just go, I'm going to have that one, that one. Then I'm not going to have any more. And then that tube keeps getting lower and lower. 
less cookies, and all of a sudden you go, where are those cookies? They're in your body. Yeah, that's well, where they are. For me, it's the brownies. Like they cut it into like a little triangle. And you're like, okay, well, I'll just eat a triangle. <laughs> ah, well, it was one rectangle. Let me just eat the other side of the yeah, triangle, that's right? right? That's and right. Yeah. Before you know it, you've eaten a whole tray of brownies. If you're looking to burn some more calories and you think getting on the treadmill is the way to do it, mm-hmm. yeah, partially. But there's a way to get on a treadmill and burn 40% more energy at the same speed. It's walking backwards yeah. rather than walking forward on it, the treadmill. It boosts your heart rate. Didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Now, it also boosts your, your chances of hurting yourself, but be careful when you do it. Um, but what I love about this is it, it works on your quadriceps. So that's the, the, the muscles that really take care of your knees. Yes. And that will strengthen your knees. Right on and the I thighs like that. over there. Yeah, right. So it's that's what I like about that, straightening the knee. You're going backwards. I can see that. Start off slow. But, you know, it's your body has to think differently as your mind does to connect to do that. So I think you'll be concentrating on that so much and doing it right so that you don't fall off. You're going to burn a lot of extra calories. Yeah. It's good. Say, How long do I have to be on it for? Um, right? They say basically whatever routine you would do on yeah. a treadmill, do the same routine, same amount of time, but just do it walking backwards. Yeah. And you burn 40% more energy. Um, they're saying, you know, the fact that you have to use so much more concentration, so yeah. many more muscles yeah. than walking normally, it's just a bonus. And you also get the uh, stability and the balance stuff in there, too. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you, when you get older, you gotta, it's the knees, you know, if, especially if you're like a an athlete. Um, these really take a beating, and yeah. so that, that really helps a lot. So just take it slow. So take the laundry off your treadmill, <laughs> put it on slow, get those runners on, and do something. The treadmill becomes today. a hanger. Yeah. <laughs> I know that house. I know that house. All right, well, try it out. And when people start laughing at the gym, you just say, I heard it on Chum. Leave me alone. And those people are very physically fit. They know what they're talking about. Because the person walking backwards on the treadmill (laughs) at the gym looks like they're doing way too much. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, Anyway, have fun. Happy walking. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast Chum 104.5. Podcast.